So do you steal your kids' Snickers at Halloween, or do you uh, <laughs> go buy your own? <laughs> no, actually, what I do is I uh, I confiscate all of the Snickers that my kids get, even though Three Musketeers is actually my favorite. But for safety purposes, yeah, right. for safety you purposes, gotta, you gotta test because them you never sure. know. Okay. You, you got to check for needles, you know, and the only way to check is to take a bite. So. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> this is a presentation. Of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 49, Breaking Off the Auction House Badly. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Lantonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Brasia. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second. With 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawnforge pouch. This is episode 49 of the Shattered Soulstone. Your wine, Breaking Bad, and Netflix podcast. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. It's your Diablo community podcast. It is Friday, September 20th, and I am your host, Nevik, and I am joined by my two co-joeys. Brasia, how are you? Ah, uh, fantastic. Just got home from work like an hour ago. Ready to go. <laughs> and the, the Patriots, uh, didn't they play last night and win? Um, that was about like a week ago. Oh, was <laughs> it? Oh, I thought they played on Thursday. Oh, that was last Thursday. I, I, yeah, that's right. That's right. But that's okay. That's okay. They did win. Yeah. Yeah. So. And my 49ers, yeah. They, they laid a big egg. That was fun. But hey, you know, even Joe Montana had bad games every now and then. Exactly. He even played for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, come on. Yeah, now Alex Smith is playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. So. Wow. That's a retirement community. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and Jen, how are you? I'm doing okay. Been really busy this week, but uh, got a lot of time to play D3, which is good. Hoping to finish the game at some point, you know? That'd be nice. You're getting there. I'm getting there. I'm trying. I've got a huge project I'm working on right now that's not related to D3 and isn't exactly work-related. It's taking a lot of time, but um, I think I'll I think I'll actually finish the game sometime soon. Well, that's good to hear. Now, what I I was I was about to try to come up with something clever in regards to your project, but I'm so sleep deprived right now. My my brain's just not firing on all cylinders. So. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sean and I are upgrading our no market website and oh, there's a lot right. of stuff that has to be done so we're working on the stuff. Yep. Stuff. Mm-hmm. And and uh in, in case you heard some snoring because uh you know all of us here are are avid football fans except for maybe Jen. Um I only which, watch the I, Bears. That's it. And only yeah. when they're in the Super Bowl so, you know. The Bears. You the Bears. Yeah. The Bears. <laughs> yep. From uh 
from Chicago, Illinois, right? Oh, right, no, Lansdowne. Don't, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, I think you our need to wake Packers up. fan. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I, I I think there's a triple in his mouth. Or, <laughs> trouble or with maybe a Antonio triples. <laughs> it's an Antonio auction house. Huh? What? Auction house. Auction house. You woke up. What about, what about it? it? It's dying. It's dead. Or at least it will be. Yay! But finally, something to wake me up. How have you been? I have been pretty good. Awfully busy, as you guys probably I think said last episode, but I didn't hear it all quite yet. But yeah, a lot of work. Lots and lots of work. Unfortunately, tomorrow I don't have to work. I got lucky and some parts didn't come in that we needed to do more work tomorrow. And I got lucky. I thought I was going to have to work at 5 a.m., but I don't. So I'm here with and you guys, and that's exciting and I guess stuff. that means it's also a Diablo night for you. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm still trying to debate if I should... Since I'm here, and Mandy's got to actually work tomorrow at 5 a.m., so she's going to be in bed anyway. I should stay here and play some PC or go home and play some more of that new beautiful thing that's out. And I don't know what you said because I haven't listened to the show, but I am very much enjoying the console on PS3. Yes, yeah, speaking of which, let's just move right into what we've been doing in-game. So, Antonio, how far have you gotten on the console version? Well, I haven't I mean, I haven't really gotten that far because I haven't played a ton, but I've been pretty much using all my little bit of game time that I have been having to play. But I'm level 46. I did start a barb. I'm not playing hardcore. I'm playing softcore. I actually started the game playing normal on hard mode, thinking, <laughs> oh, well, yeah. this is, it's hard, you know. It's only MP4, right? The harder right? it is, yeah, you're going to do better. And actually, in comparison to what you guys tweeted about it being, like, way too hard on MP4, I actually didn't have too much of a problem. I don't know if I got better drops or what, but until about the end of, near the end of Act 2, when I got to, like, something cool, I was on hard still because I hadn't yet to realize that there was no benefits. And it wasn't too bad, but it started getting extremely difficult. Well, then I started looking up online, like, what is up with this hard mode? Because, you know, <laughs> we got all these master modes ahead of me. I, I mean, I don't know what, what I'm going to do. So, yeah. I, I found out that easy was the way to go, and I started face rolling everything. I got through normal mode, no problem. And I'm, right now, I'm actually at uh, Asmodon Quest. I forget what it's called. I should know. Halls of Sin, or Halls of, right? Uh, something like that. Sin, something. I don't know. Whatever it is, everybody knows. Heart of but Sin? Heart oh, of Sin. Oh, that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. I'm at the beginning of Heart of Sin. I think I'm at Area Crater 2, and that's where I'm at in Council. But I found a lot of goodies, lots of legendaries, which is awesome. I haven't felt like I've been missing the auction house at all. And, I, I, you know, I guess it's like one loot 1.5, not really 2.0 yet, but right. I've been experiencing what it's like to have higher level level legendaries that are like normally level 9s, like level 17s, 27s of the same thing. So that's really fun. I've been playing a lot with Jesse and Rachel and that's been really fun. Uh, the only thing I can say I don't like on the PS3 version so far is the fact that the game doesn't have, or the system doesn't have cross-game chat. So, I mean, unless you're in a party, you can't hear other people in other games, so you only have the ability to play with the four people and talk to them, unless of course you just mumble on the side or something. Right. But but other than that, it's been really fun. I did experience another issue where it seems like certain people, there's just no connecting to them. I've been trying to get in the game with 9pad forever, and I don't know if it has something to do with our NAT servers or what, because that's the only thing we can really just figure out that's different, but we cannot connect to each other at all. And I don't even know if he can get in with Jesse either. But 
me and Justin anyway haven't had any issues connecting and we're doing fine and most of the time that I've been playing I have been playing with him and Rage and it's been really fun I actually gave him a I think it's called Ganziku's um, axe that I found and as soon as I gave it to him like two seconds later another one dropped which was a higher level <laughs> so it was awesome because in, in the council version uh, that, that particular weapon actually has uh, a, a monster that spawns and fights for you that's actually really strong so it's awesome to play with and I like having summons so it's pretty cool even though you know you don't really have any control over the summon I think it only says 30% but it's, it feels more like 100% of the time because he's always out there and it's one of those guys that have the big hammers that jump and smash you oh really but instead they're smashing the the computers so it's pretty it's pretty awesome but cool. I've been finding pretty good gear I'm, I mean I'm level 46 I think I got like 7,000 DPS <laughs> and I got like 10,000 life and I don't know five six thousand armor so I mean I'm pretty much face rolling everything although I can say that even though I'm playing easy now I get a lot of random deaths where I just get spanked and I'm not lagging or anything the council's working really good and most of the time I'm playing offline anyway but other than that it's really really fun I, I like how the I love how the control feels I think like it all meshes together really well the, the only thing I don't really care for is menuing's a little bit of a hassle like, you know, going to each menu to do each thing, taking stuff in and out of your stash, kind of a pain. But other than that, the actual gameplay itself, I don't know if you still feel the same way, Nevik, about not liking it on the controller, but playing Melee on the controller seems really, really cool. Yeah. yeah I started actually. a Witch Doctor playing ranged characters. That was a little getting used to. Yeah. Because, like, trying to shoot distances and not walk forward instead of uh, shooting and hitting the correct monster that you want and, like, throwing out... Um, AoE targeted spells. Yeah, yeah, AoE targeted spells can be a little bit tricky, but once you get used to it, it's pretty good. I personally am loving the having the dodge, and I think it works fine. I've used it a lot with my barb, and I am like evading and dodging quite well with it. But I, I also am like at heart a console a gamer, so I, I did kind of like, you know, that I got used to it really fast and it seemed pretty easy because, you know, back in the day, yeah, D2 was all PC, yeah, yeah, but most of the games I actually had played. You know, in my gaming career, have been console games. So, I'm, I'm liking it a lot. I think it's awesome. I haven't played any, other than right before the show, I haven't played any PC. Not because I really didn't want to, just because my house internet is, as we all know, horrible. And of course, my dream of having internet sooner than later has gone down into the curve or into the gutter. Uh-oh. And I, I wouldn't um, be surprised if I don't get it for a quite a while now. So oh no that stinks real bad but you know hopefully you know when i die, my work dies down a little bit i'll be able to come over to my parents more so, so close and get on the pc i i can get on my pc and play softcore at home pretty much without too many issues but as soon as i try you know, getting a moment at the same time or doing too much at once it does start lagging pretty bad yeah but that's the glory of softcore you can die as much as you want uh, i'm trying to think if there's anything like awesomely exciting that dropped for me that i got like whoa oh my god on console, but I don't think there has been yet. I mean, I found like a Doombringer and I found like a Nagel Ring and some decent stuff like that, but like all my blues, all my yellows, they've all been pretty good. I pretty much find upgrades all the time and like there's a there's a feature where you can take all the items and anything you don't want, you can like mark it as junk. Mm-hmm. So you can either sell it or salvage it right away. Um, I haven't had to craft at all. Um, I, I have a lot of crafting materials, and I kind of want to craft, but I haven't really felt the need to yet. But I'm sure once I get into, like, Inferno, I'll want to. But I'm pretty excited to get there. I'm hoping, you know, everything works out. I'm doing kind of like a spin-to-win slash rend build. But I don't know if you guys know, but I heard something about um, 
the world or the Rasp Zerger getting nerfed. I don't really know <laughs> what that is. So you guys want to fill me in with that? That'd be great. <laughs> I haven't I haven't had time to really look it up yet. So well, uh, recently uh, the uh, the build with a lot of the uh, Reaper of Soul strings appeared up on the PTR servers for internal testing purposes because uh, it's their it's like their most efficient way of distributing test clients internally. So, um, you know, a couple of folks over at Diablo fans and probably a couple of other sites uh, pulled that pulled that down and started, you know, data mining the heck out of it. And they found a lot of character, a lot of strings that would that related to character class changes. And uh, yeah, needless to say, Wrath of the Berserker thrive on chaos and Archon. It will be impossible to be perma rat or to be a perma berserker or perma archon right. which is good and it doesn't i mean it is fun but it doesn't bother me because for the most part i i really like using rend and kind of and bash and all that without having to worry about constant um insane or wrath berserker but even when i play like on pc i don't really have to pop wrath berserker that often even when i'm using um thrive on chaos i mean it just i, I lose it fast just because i'm not super good at keeping the combo going but I don't know. I don't really feel like it's a net like you, it's gonna ruin the game or anything like that. But before I forget too, I do want to say it's not about Diablo. But I forgot when we were saying what we've been up to. I got an ESO beta key. I actually got two of them, so I'm pretty excited about that. And as soon as I get the chance, I'm gonna bring my computer to my parents and download it. Because once it's downloaded, I'm sure I'll be able to get on. But right now, I, it's too big of a file. It's taking forever. I left it on all night trying to download it, and it. I got like two percent so it wasn't happening <laughs> so um hopefully you know that'll be really fun i'm, I'm excited to check that out so mm-hmm. yeah so um what one thing that i did want to mention all of the data mining out there ev- everybody should take it with a grain of salt because the, this is a very early build and the numbers they blizzard is notorious for doing you know number passes like they'll they'll do adjustments you know, once they feel like they have something mostly that's working, then they'll go through and then try to tweak the balance a little bit. And that's where your number adjustments will come because there's a couple of things where obviously they haven't set the skills up 100% yet. And even then, things are still subject to change because, you know, it's an early build and I really don't think Reaper of Souls is going to be anytime soon. But, uh, I, um, let's see, what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, well, I don't remember, but I'll, I'll just go into what I've been up to. Um, I Last week, prior to me going on a Breaking Bad bender, <laughs> I, uh, I got my wizard on the Xbox 360 version of Diablo 3 up to level 50, cleared Nightmare. She's sitting at 11k DPS and just shy of 20k health. And that's just kind of a joke i'm like wow i'm doing 11k dps in nightmare well granted at the end of nightmare but yeah i suppose your face ruling everything too now yeah diablo did not present much of a problem at all right you've been playing on easy too or did you actually try some of the masters uh i haven't tried master yet but i you know i was my main goal was to get through to level 60 as fast as possible so i switched over to easy because that has probably the most efficient uh grinding right so i actually tried to go back and i did master five and 
um, like Act 1 of Nightmare to see if I could get some faster leveling, but it was extremely hard. So I was like, alright, no more of this. I'll, I'll mess with that when I get to, you know, Inferno and I'm going to Act 1 to grind Paragon, but yeah. other than that, it's been pretty pretty cool. But then I had to return the game again because I haven't bought it yet. I'm I'm still just renting it because, well, finances are a little tight at the moment and trying to save up for BlizzCon and everything, so um, haven't purchased it, the game outright yet. But, well, you should just purchase it on PS3 because don't you have a PS3 as well? I do, but I have three controllers for the 360, and I only have one controller mm-hmm. for my PS3. And well, get it on both. You'll be all right. And I have no intention of playing online, <laughs> so... Yeah, I suppose. And my daughter has a level 24 wizard and a level something monk and to she I, I don't think she would be willing to completely lose everything that she's done so mm-hmm. so feel kind of cornered into yeah i played my first uh last saturday i had some company over and we decided to play all play co-op and i had my first uh four player on the couch co-op and that is really fun in diablo i mean waiting for people to go through menus is kind of a bore mm-hmm. but it's pretty quick and having four people play and all the other three guys that were playing with me were all complete uh, noobs to Diablo so it was really fun to play with them and you know I'm I'm taking all the good stuff and picking up everything <laughs> super fast and they're like what, what was that what's this you know I drop them all the garbage so it was pretty funny <laughs> Here, take my wife they're yeah. the best thing in the game yeah, and then we the the best thing though was with guys that are new and I mean they understand games but they haven't played Diablo yet and I brought them after we got to about level twelve and we we all went into the chapel and that was so much fun on co-op playing uh, battling and and brawls that was awesome oh, you gotta try that if you haven't had a chance you to some brawling that's cool yeah that's very very cool <laughs> um. Let's see, other than, than my little bit of uh, console play, I did make it a point to get up to Paragon level 93, and then I finished uh, season four of Breaking Bad, so I've watched basically three seasons of Breaking Bad in one week. So, yeah, that that's that's why I've been on a Breaking Bad bender. It's been consuming me. Yeah, well, when you get into a good show, it's hard to stop. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I started, everyone, all you guys, I mean, I don't know if it was you, but a lot of the people I mumble when I was, back, I was playing the Alamore talked so much about Game of Thrones that I was like, okay, if I don't watch this, which I know it's going to be good because everybody says it's so great, if I don't watch this, I'm going to get everything spoiled. So I, I went on a banner of that, and I watched three seasons straight. I mean, I think within like three four days at the most, we, we watched the whole thing, which that's another one that I'd recommend. It's so awesome. Yeah, well... Oh, maybe someday I'll jump into that, but uh, you'll you'll like it a lot. I've I really want to get my wizard up to Paragon 100 before BlizzCon. <laughs> at, at this point, I don't know if I'm actually gonna make it. <laughs> I just I don't know. It's, it's so slow going. You now. got seven levels to go, and you got a month, so I, I think you should you should be able to do it. I mean, I saw three Paragon 100s on PS3 already. I couldn't believe it. Wow. Like, it was well, crazy. All, all I've been seeing is like Paragon 20s, you know, and stuff in a couple games. Looks like they were leveling people. And then I saw two in the same game, Paragon 100s. I was like, whoa, that's quick. Yeah. <laughs> not, not to mention, well, they, they might have hacked the game. It's possible that they did that. Mm-hmm. 
because um, I've seen a screenshot of a one-handed sword that has three sockets, and it has like yeah. Uh, I think I saw one that had like forty-five thousand DPS or something. Oh well, that's definitely high, but I, I yeah. wouldn't put it past the the two or two sockets, but three is kind of pushing it. But I wouldn't put it past it with this new gear. Yeah, because there is some just awesome gear. I mean, I'm finding, you know, five crit chance, the fifty crit damage. And open socket and the stat you know, rolls on items are right. ridiculous they can roll over 400 to a main stat yeah it's that's great though ain't it <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's great and yet it's like maybe it's too good you know it, yeah it kind what, of uh, what i gotta say though is i don't know if you like it but man density is awesome on council so far uh, and it def that definitely does go through the difficulty so when you when you play on master compared to like normal easy or anything like that there's so many guys on screen right off the bat, so it's it's like being able to play normal mm -hmm. and nightmare in hell without the yeah density is definitely different and it's yeah I, it's, I heard that density great. was tuned for the console, but it's nothing compared to when you get into Inferno and turn on monster power. Yeah, well, I haven't obviously haven't seen that yet, but I, I've played with um, like monster power, you know, master power, or whatever, on nightmare, and there is a ton of guys. I mean, like a lot, a lot of guys. So I, I like that. It's really fun killing. I mean. I was doing Rackus Crossing on Nightmare, and I was playing medium, and I got a 300 kill streak. So that's pretty insane. Like okay, yeah, PC, that, I never got that high. high. Up there. <laughs> that's pretty so. high. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I, I guess bringing it back to the console, uh, I, I have noticed that I, I started using Meteor with my wizard, and it's I, I miss being able to you know be precise with where I want my meteors to drop. So that's that's the one downside. It feels a lot better to, you know, have, you know, melee attacks. So my wizard has spectral blades. And have you figured out targeting yet? Because I I did kind of at first didn't really see the point of needing that targeting button. Um, the I'm sure the Xbox has it too. Yeah. Yeah. But it does it does actually help quite a bit when you're trying to target for your your ranged AOEs. Yeah, and it also allows you to um, hold a, hold the lock on evade in the opposite direction, press your button to fire your skill and you'll automatically shoot it at the enemy yeah. that you locked onto. Yeah, there's one there's one thing that I haven't figured out though yet, and I'm not sure what it's for, but if you hold down R, I think it's R3 on the PS3, you get like this beam of light over your head. Oh yeah. And when you do it, you I can't like I can't see like Jesse doing it. I can just see mine. But I don't really know what that's for. I think yeah, other I think than it's just to, to help see you, your character. Yeah, I think it's to help you identify where you are on the screen you know because yeah, when you do have four like we had uh three three barbarians and a wizard playing when i did that couch co-op yeah and it was kind of rough to like not lose your position yeah it's also fun when you have <laughs> three of the same character class and you're like wait which one am i mm -hmm. yeah so especially when i was playing with jesse and i guess jesse and rachel used to being you know player one player two and because i was host i was one and they were two and three and I know Rachel's getting all um, confused kind of at first because I think, I think all three of us were barbarians, <laughs> uh, which one they were and stuff. But it was kind of funny because when we first got together, I was uh, a lot higher level than them too. So I was kind of carrying them because they just jumped in with me. And Jesse was dying like crazy and me and Rachel were both surviving. So we were giving them so much, so much garbage, making them, you know, driving them crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, let let's move on and find out. Mm -hmm. Let's find out what Brazia has been up to in World of Warcraft. 
<laughs> oh, you stole my thunder! Ha ha ha. Um, I was gonna say, you know, running around this crazy mob-filled island collecting treasure chests, and I'm like, oh, this is so awesome, I can't wait! Uh, wait a minute, I'm playing WoW instead of Diablo 3 doing that? So, I'm really, I realized that, I know a few episodes back, we talked about, oh, what's the feature we're looking for? I'm really looking forward to those random dungeon maps where you go in there and fight as many creatures, collect whatever you collect out of there as fast as you can, and uh, mm -hmm. that is going to be... The loot runs? Oh, yeah. I can't wait yeah. for that. That's going to be so much fun. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm hoping that like some of the end bosses are going to be like extremely hard and give you like something really good that you can't find anywhere else, too. Exactly. And, and I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm torn between hoping that like if you fight the end boss, if you lose... Then you don't get anything. You like you don't get a second cha chance at them. And saying okay, well, it'll definitely be that way in hardcore. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Good, point, Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Not only do you lose, you also have to start completely over. Yep. So yeah, be, I wonder if like they will something for something like that since it's like a secondary mode. If they will make you start over, or if you just lose your progress for that loot run. I mean, you'd think you'd lose your guy, but oh, maybe you won't. Well, maybe you they'll know? treat it like the. Um, the brawler like the brawl yeah. right i don't i i don't think they'll go that route because in that case nobody will be doing regular runs with their yeah you'll just characters. keep going because you get experience from that too so i'm guessing that looks right yeah but it, it I, i'm sure if you die in a, during a loot run you're dead as a hardcore so i've done a little bit of leveling with my demon hunter stealth i uh, haven't quite got to 60 gonna get there soon but what I'm finding is I come home from work and Diablo's on. Not my not my account, but my little guy decided he's going to play Diablo now. He's hooked on it completely. So he's, oh, he's made awesome. like um he's made ten characters already. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and he's like alcoholic oh, no family. Kidding. He's got all of them <laughs> up to like at least level ten or more. I think yeah. My oldest is saying definitely oh, yes cool. he has. And he's just been having a lot of fun with that. Unfortunately, we only have one computer that plays D3 very well. So, we're kind of stuck on it. Oh, I can fix up the other one? Okay, thank you. So, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like we might be able to fix up the other one. So, anyways, um, and I didn't know that. Uh, sounds like you need a console to play D3 on. I think I do. And I was just reading that... Um, uh, I could probably get a used PS3 for like a hundred and something bucks. So I'm like, hmm. Oh yeah, easy. That might be something yeah, we'll have to look I, at. I think you Christmas. can even get a Mac. You can even GameStop it and still get a warranty. I think for about a hundred and fifty if you want to stay safe too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think that's definitely going to be something that's going to come into the uh, Brazier household at some point in the future. Yeah, that or you can uh, sit in line for three days and hope you get one of those like five PS3s that they didn't sell online. Oh. Or PS4s. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I think the price difference there is quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, four hundred compared to you know, hundred. Yeah, we still yeah, want to. We still want to come out to California, so <laughs> we need a few dollars for that. <laughs> I personally still am going to get a PS4 probably around. You know, February or so if they're you know back in production by then, or you know getting pumped out by then, which I'm hoping they do because, man, I hated the PS3 launch. It took forever to get get another one because I got my first one day one when I waited in line at Best Buy, but I wanted a second one really bad once I realized all the stuff I could do with it. So, 
well. So hopefully in the future we'll get that. But yeah, you're right. That's definitely something we're gonna have to play. Yeah, I wait. When you mentioned February, I was like, wait a second. There's something happening in February in regards to Diablo, and that's uh, Nate Kenyon's book, Storm of Light. I'm which so will be excited. A... That's gonna yeah, be awesome. Yeah, totally awesome. It has it has Shinar in it, people. Ooh. Yay! I think I might have to get an Audible subscription again. <laughs> I'm guessing it'll be on Audible if. Uh... Um, Order of Light was on, or the Order. The was Order on was there. on yeah. there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and, and then we'll have a second Diablo book to promote. Hooray! For Audible. Exactly. <laughs> Yay! That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. I'm looking forward yeah, to. it. I, I really loved what he did with the Order. Yeah. I joked with. Uh, I, I sent Nate uh, a jokingly like a tweet that was joking in nature and and said that uh, um, that I sure hope that that he does Shinar justice and that if he didn't he'd be dead to me <laughs> oh, we have to get nice. him for a second interview after the book or right before or something yeah i'm, I'm i hope so yeah. because uh well i remember listening to that episode and being really excited to hear it and i did say he i, I remember i can't i think it was jen asked him that if he ever wrote another book he'd be willing to come back on the show and talk with skin he said heck yes so yeah yeah it'd be it was great really to fun to talking again. to him it was so much yeah. fun and he was he's you know, really easy to talk to, and he had a lot of interesting things to say, so it'd be cool to have him back. I'm actually glad that I wasn't on the show yet when you guys talked talk to Richard Nock, too, because I probably would have been starstruck. Like, uh, 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 I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Diablo books. Please, 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 please bring back Zale and Humbert. I named my cat after him. Uh, <laughs> <on my> oh. <laughs> I name everything after Zale now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering if uh, Richard Knack is going to be doing another Diablo book in the future, because I I know that when we talked to Nate, he definitely um, there there were certain uh, allusions to the fact that there, he would still be working with Blizzard at some point in the future, and and we kind of theorized, and it was hinted at that it might be Diablo in nature. Yeah, so, without yeah, really no. saying anything. Well, I definitely remember feeling all like butterflied when he said that if he he would if he had his choice to make another book on which characters he'd bring back that he he'd want to bring back Sale and Humpert and oh man I want that so bad. Now are they are, are they are, in this new upcoming book or not? Um, I don't know. Either. I'd have to go check and see, but that would be well, interesting. Jen, you've read the book, so you got to tell me that those were your, probably your favorite. Yeah, oh, they were fun. They were really fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I know he wasn't. I know they weren't the main characters in in, in what was it? Shadows. Um, Kingdom, Kingdom of Shadows. Shadows but yeah, that was, but that was by far my favorite. That was so good of a book. It was. It's very well written. And yeah, those two characters just you know, there's something about them. <laughs> I think they're a lot of people's favorites. I just love. I love the. It kind of it reminds me of like Nevik and I on the show. <laughs> it's yeah. I could see this. <laughs> I could totally see this. Yeah. <laughs> So what you're saying is that they they get along and they always, but they're very sarcastic to mm-hmm. each other, especially Humbert. Oh, well, I, I was being silly. I was. You were being sarcastic. Yeah, I was being sarcastic. Yeah. So Jen, 
I we've saved the best for last again. Oh, really? What have you been <laughs> the best. To? That's nice. Um, well, I barely played, and you know, yeah, Antonio. I've been playing quite a bit. A um, I slowed down the last couple of days because I've been working on my other little project. Um, but yeah, I really want to get my Barbarian all the way through Inferno before BlizzCon, and I'm in Act Four now, so I'm probably going to yeah. get there. You know. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, she just hit... Um, she be able to skyroll Act 4 within like an hour or two. I think so. I was considering... I got into Act 4, it was around like 5 in the morning. And I'm like, you know, I really should go to sleep instead of try to go through Act 4 right now. So <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> Never! I know, I was like, what oh, do I need man. to do the next day? I'm like, hmm, you know? I was really considering just going through it until I was either done or asleep on the keyboard. But I decided that was probably not a good plan. So I didn't do that, so I'm at just the beginning of Inferno, and I'm playing on MP2. I started MP2, I don't know if I did it in Nightmare, or if I did that in Normal, but I've stayed there the whole time. And mm -hmm. um, I'm still there on MP2. It's going pretty well, I like the amount of monsters that come up. You know, it's just, oh, yeah. it's a good fight without, like, dying all the time, which is what I was doing in, uh... uh in hell <laughs> towards the end. Right. I was dying all the time. It's awesome to get that 75 kill with one blow and that, I mean, I've only gotten that in Act 4 too with the Shadow Vermin so you'll like that when that happens. I'm yeah, sure. I'm just starting to see Shadow Vermin so I think that's coming up hopefully soon. That'll be really fun. Um, so just, like I said, she's, or maybe I didn't say, she's she's at Paragon level 11 really close to 12. Um, so the next time I play, I'm sure. Oh, I know what, you're going to catch up with me. i got to play some PC. Hey, there you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And this is like, this will be my first character to go through the whole game. So, to me, this is a big deal. Um, and I've been playing when I'm tired. You know, at the end of finishing everything I'm working on, I start playing. And it's making those Zoltan Cool quests really, really last forever. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like I'm going through Inferno pretty quick, because I've got really good gear, thanks to everyone's generosity, really. And, um, you know, I'm not dying all the time like I did before you know, I hit level 16, could use the gear. Um, so it's going fast, but man, those Zotan Cool quests. I was like losing my mind trying to get through those. So so there's that. Yeah, they make me wish that I had a runner on to, to power level me on console because now I haven't done them in so long because I've always been skipping them on my latest characters on PC. Mm -hmm. But having to run back through them again on console, now it's like, oh, I remember all this this again yeah and to think i'm only a nightmare i still got to do it two more times oh my gosh see i kind of <laughs> like the quests there's just too many you know there's right. too there's many so many um, caves there's a lot of caves it's a lot of you know where is is this the right cave is that not the right cave and since this is my first time through inferno i'm trying to like clear all of everything as i go through just to have done it you know for no other reason um and there's not enough checkpoints, and it's when you get to the checkpoints, it's not at a point where you can easily pick up and keep going, you know? Like, you get a checkpoint at the, at, you know, somewhere in the middle of one of those zones where you find, you know, the archives or whatever, you know, you're going to find his blood, and there's two little dungeons right. you gotta find. Right, desolate sand. Right, so you, you get through that, cave of the big that's crater. it, yeah, you get through those, and you're somewhere in the middle of the, uh, you know, the zone. And you've got a checkpoint, and you're like, well, okay, I'll finish the zone. Well, when you come back, obviously the zone is now full of monsters again. And it's just kind of like, oh, okay, I'll go through as far as I need to to get to where I'm trying to go. You know, that kind of thing. And 
Um, but it is helping me level, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good for that. Um, but I'm just really tired of salt and cool, and I was kind of losing my mind at four in the morning after finally getting through all those quests, <laughs> which I tweeted about. So you'll probably hear about that a little later. And uh, I should tell you a story then, really quick, about uh, the council. I forgot my first night playing on the council. I w- <clears throat> excuse me, I was playing really late, and I, I pulled like three brages where I I woke up. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> <laughs> playing with the controller in my hand I'd be passed out and I'd wake up to my guy dead and finally like my fiance came downstairs and like are you coming to bed and like I wasn't awake she shook me she's like you died are you playing hardcore oh my god she thought I was playing hardcore because that's usually all I play you know, on PC oh and no she's like you're dead you're dead wake up wake up I'm trying to wake you up so you don't die <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you know I think it's like the third time I'm t- dead again <laughs> dead oh again. no <laughs> Yeah, I can see. Oh, there's a super awesome feature there, too. You can. I hope that comes to the PC. You can spawn at either checkpoint in town or your body yep, on that's, council. That, that's oh, amazing. That's that is pretty cool. But, Lantonio, I, I have a suggestion for you. In order to prevent you from falling asleep, you should put on a football game. That'll keep you awake. It'll keep you riveted. You'll be like, oh, yeah. Yep, losing <laughs> him again. Uh-oh. <laughs> to sleep again. Football, football man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You guys want to talk football, have Doss come on. He'll, he'll blab with you all night long. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. He recently lost his witch doctor. Ooh. Oh, he hasn't... No wonder he hasn't called me and talked to me. Ah, I'm going to call him. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. He's been giving me so much garbage about passing me up in hardcore, saying, oh, ha, 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 passed you up, blah, 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 going to make 100 before you. I guess not, huh? Sucker! <laughs> well, I mean, are you yeah. really winning if you're not playing? Well, hmm. if I'm not dead, I'm winning. Oh, okay. oh well, if that's the criteria, then <laughs> If that's the go. criteria, I guess you're winning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I told him eventually he's going to die. He said he's not going to play hardcore if he dies again, but I, want, I wonder if he's uh, jumped on the bandwagon and started over. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to remember where I remember. Uh, yeah, let, let me throw another remember in there. Um... Where did I see that? Did he tweet it? He must have tweeted it. Well, I'm looking at his guy right now, and he, he died at Paragon 47, oh. 94. Oh, wow, that is really good. 94 hours, Paragon 47. That, that's That's amazing. really good. Wow. For his first hardcore character ever. Yeah. Wow. And I wonder if he finally went up higher MPs, because he, he'd been doing MP0, MP1 only. But it looks like he was killed by Swift Skull Cleaver. So, oh, man. I, I don't see... Looking at his heroes, I don't see another hardcore... He's got a, a level 29 Witch Doctor. I think that's probably a hardcore character. Yeah, he said he was re-rolling another Witch Doctor back on September 14th was when he lost his hardcore Witch Doctor. No. Wow, I can't believe it's the 20th and I haven't heard about that yet. Mm. Doss, what kind of family member are you, man? <laughs> he did, I guarantee he just doesn't want to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> He's ducking your calls. He'll be screening them. I'm getting tired of you ducking me, man. See, and that's where that all that good, good moving money that I gave you went to. Yeah. To the gutter. To the gutter. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oops. Well, I'm gonna have to go make some more hardcore gold for him probably now. You know what I just realized? With uh, Jen, you're in Act Four Inferno, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, by our fiftieth episode and our two-year anniversary of the show. You will have completed Inferno. Yeah. We're coming up <laughs> in two years. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. 
Is that gonna be? That's not. Is that gonna be episode fifty? Well, it will be episode fifty. We will be recording right before our two-year anniversary. It will fall between wow. episodes fifty and fifty-one. Yep. We're gonna have to play celebration a lot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we'll have to do that. Yep. So, wow, I. So now I'm trying to I, figure out. I thought oh, I have a good go idea for for. I'm sorry, I just, keep interrupting. Just go, but I just have go. So much to blab about. Go, go, go. I thought of a good idea for a contest. Um, our listeners should uh, make uh, Diablo-oriented Halloween costumes next year. Send in a picture of the Diablo costume, and I will donate. Uh, how about how about a twenty dollars card to the winner? Wait, did you just say create costumes and then send them in next year? Like a picture? No, send them a picture to us. Did I say next year? Yeah. I meant make a Diablo costume for Halloween, take a picture of yourself, send it in, and I'll give the winner a $20 Diablo card. I was I was about to say, wow, well, we could run a concurrent contest with that. What will come out first? <laughs> or what will what will be finished first? Mm-hmm. That, the costume contest or Nevik um, editing the... Uh, Seattle <laughs> <Diablo laughs> anniversary night. <laughs> word of it, word of advice though, I really like the necromancer. So whoever shows me the best seal costume might. Have there the you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Just kidding. Whoever whoever has the best costume, I'm saying it now. You got until our second. Sh- well, I don't know. Whatever the first show is after Halloween, I'll say, is when I'll I'll pick a winner. How about? And I'll, I'll give a twenty dollar Diablo card. Um, sent to you or something worth that since the auction house is going to be going away soon so yeah I, I was I was going to have to say it would be you'd have to uh, make haste before it goes to waste or Diablo gold before it goes away something we'll figure it out if yeah. you guys if you guys got anything you know what send an email to the show with what you guys think would be a good win so yeah or you know how about a $20 gift card towards Reaper of Souls there you go everyone will like that yeah uh, awesome that's a good deal so, wow, let's move into our tweets because, my goodness, we have a lot of shows still to get through. So, Jen, <laughs> could you start off? Start us off? Okay, so to start us off with the tweets, we have one from... Wait a second. Hold on. Hold your horses. Wait a second. I just committed a show faux pas. Let's talk about Audible. Oops. Oh, <laughs> nope. String them up. Yep. Bad, Nevik. Um, you can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook of your choosing. All you have to do is sign up, and they will give for the, for the free trial. Going, wow. Uh, you, you would swear that I would be a little more together tonight, but I'm not. So. <laughs> Sorry, folks. This is the Nevik you get tonight. Nevik's going for that uh, that podcast award for drinking mostly most sleep deprived <laughs> host yeah something like that most stumbled upon yep. audible ads yep <laughs> ah. yes yep there we go and uh be a lot with of people up for that 30-day free trial you'll get digital editions of the new york times and wall street journal as well as have access to all of their membership specials um, because basically you're a member at that point when you do your 30-day free trial if you do carry on your membership, you'll get a credit to be used on any audiobook that of your choosing every month, and as well as having access to all those special awesome deals. Wow. Sorry, I'm 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 fighting some dry mouth right now, so that's fun. And uh, 
If you do end up picking something that you don't quite like, you can exchange it, no questions asked, within one calendar year, and it's their satisfaction guarantee. So go to bit.ly slash sspbook and get your free audiobook today. All right, now, Jen. Okay. Now now that I've rectified things, now you we may start to mention something first on the show notes that says we should mention oh, something. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, right <laughs> again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nevik just I'm doesn't just... want me to talk today. That's what this is. <laughs> Interrupt well, Jen show. We, we are, we are. Hey, you guys. The name of your last show did say Flantonia. We're lost without him. So I'm just trying. to <laughs> should be say, true, doesn't it? This week we're lost with him. <laughs> well, <laughs> Flantonia. Actually, I show think title. I think it's only me that's lost. So, but um, yeah, we do have a donate button, and thank you to. Um, I, I think I already mentioned that uh, Paul and. Uh, oh my goodness I'm totally blanking on I'm so sorry but we, we did get another donation <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm so tired I can't remember my brain is just not making connections right now but uh, I did mention in episode 48 uh, instead of if you want to make a donation go to worldpodcast.com and make your donation there first and foremost because we really want to get that event funded and uh, so that we can, um, well, I'm pretty sure we're well on the way to getting it completely funded, but anything extra is going to go back into um, prize giveaways, uh, getting a, an actual, um, I think, stage set up for us. So that will be pretty amazing. And uh, we finally have an announcement of who's going to be on the panel. So you can go to worldofpodcast.com to see all the different panels that are currently planned. Brasia, Lantonio, and myself obviously will be on the Diablo panel. And Jen, being the uh, the gluten-free uh, <laughs> lifestyle Yeah, coach. allergic to everything person. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be on the Surviving BlizzCon panel. And yep, uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, because for me, honestly, I have a whole battle plan for me to survive BlizzCon. So I can probably share that with other allergic people that will be attending too. Yeah, And we'll just see what else, you know, we come up with i'm sure it's not going to be only allergy focused panel but um it'll be fun yeah and i'm kind of jealous because you get to panel with skolnick and epsana i know i'm totally excited <laughs> it's awesome. gonna be a lot of fun uh, but i'm so excited we're gonna, gonna be able to do our panel with archon yeah Yay. yeah that's gonna be fun i want to get him on the show before we do that though like really bad so i'm gonna start sending emails yeah so yeah, make, make your donations first and foremost to worldofpodcast.com. And then after, uh, you know, BlizzCon, then if you if you are still feeling super generous and super awesome, then, you know, you can always donate to us and help offset some of the editing and hosting and everything else costs that comes with running a show. I mean, Dawnforge is a very broad network, so any help is, you know, greatly appreciated. Okay, now, Jen. <laughs> are now, you sure? <laughs> I wait, but wait, wait. Anything else in there yes. first? Yeah. There's okay. More yes. now. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Yeah. Okay. So here's the start of the tweets we got. The first one comes from uh, none other than the underscore Brasia on Twitter, mm. and Brasia said, "He said, okay, so totally celebrated today's football win with much drinking. Wonder if I will be able to remain this state recording at Shattered Stone." <laughs> yep. Yep. But I think you're probably mm. sober now, right? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Two weeks later, I hope I am. I hope so. It's one <laughs> heck of a bender. It must have been a great win if you weren't. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so the next tweet comes from at, oh, how do I say this? Hidasan? Hidasan. Hidasan? That, that sounds, that sounds, that sounds perfect. Okay, so it's at Hidasan, who says, just finished listening to at all things Azeroth. Glad to hear a Canada cast. Although I missed at row wow. Now to listen to at Shattered Stone. Yay! Listening to us. It's always yeah, good. That, yeah, that was back when uh, Ro um, leveled up in real life. And therefore, he was going to be enjoying himself. And Medros brought on uh, somebody else from Canada. I can't... Uh, Lady Emma, I believe. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so they it's had a Canadian a, show. <laughs> yep, they had a Canadian show. All right. And they commiserated about football, or Canadian football, that is, eh? and hockey. Eh? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving right along. We have a couple soccer of... Soccer on ice. Yeah, soccer on ice. Oh, <laughs> All right, moving right along. <laughs> we have three tweets from Torek. He is at Torek1714. His first one says, At Shattered Stone, catching up on episodes 47 and 48. He says, Jen, the new launcher app works great on my 27-inch iMac. No problems. That's good to know, because I'm afraid of the uh, launcher app. So <laughs> maybe I'll have to try that after I get through Infernal. I might try it. Um, the second one from Torak, he says, At Shattered Stone, loving the Masterpiece Theater Show section. L-M-A-O. Ha ha ha. <laughs> so he's at least enjoying that. And his third one, he says, At Scanline75 and At Shattered Stone. Sorry I missed the roundtable. Thanks for drinking some scotch for me. Got a bottle of 15-year Glenfiddich at home. Oh, nice. <laughs> The oh nice comments from me, by the way, not from his tweet, <laughs> but um, right. yeah, that sounds pretty good. And I've got a couple of more to read here. Uh, the next one is from at JCMonkeyD3. He says, at Shattered Stone, okay, it's settled. Reaper of Souls not coming before February 4th, 2014. Yep. And that's, uh, I think that's the current targeted, ske- uh, targeted release date for Storm of Light. Nick Kenyon's new book. Oh, so that makes sense because that's kind of how. Yeah, that makes sense. Should, should we bring up right now that we, what we think about uh, the auction house um, release date that it's going away? That that could possibly be the expansion, but I don't think so. I think that'll be the pat, the like the loop point out two point oh patch. But yeah, I, I have to agree. That's what with I you. think that's going to be on that same date. But and then I think that the following. I think it's. I think they're just gonna throw Reaper Souls out in May around the anniversary again. Like that sounds about perfect to me. Yeah, I just want to go on record that this is odd behavior for Blizzard to, you know, come out five months ahead of something, and say we're shutting, you know, or you know, st- st- basically stating this is going to happen on this date. You know, Blizzard normally doesn't operate, you know, that far in advance. So right, they usually don't. They usually don't even give up dates until like a week before. No, you hear or soon. A month. You know, yeah. soon. Right. This will happen soon. Mm-hmm. But this I guess given date. the uh, the gravity of closing the auction house, mm-hmm. not not just the real money auction house, but the gold auction house, they really wanted to get in front of it. And in fact, when I went to play today, I had to scroll through the uh, the new terms of service, I believe, it, or the EULA. Yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. And. Um, there, there was a big gap, and at the very top was an, the announcement about the auction house closing. So they make sure that every single person who plays Diablo knows that it's going to happen. Yeah, so. it, there was a little um, note on the side when you log in, too, talking about it. Like a little note off yep. to the side of the screen, it was there. So, yep. Yeah, they really got in front of this one. 
Oh, yeah. Good for good that. reason. Yeah, I mean, I think that was good for them to do that. Yeah. I mean, that should give people enough time to get their house in order and figure out what they want to do or not do and not be a, you know, the typical explosives the last moment because we just heard about it attitude. People can, can figure out what they want to do. it'll still happen with some people. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, my. Why is this happening? I lost all my gear was on the auction house and I lost so much stuff because I didn't take it off. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. Oh, there'll be that. <laughs> That'd be a nice little, um, mm-hmm. you know, what was it? Uh, Diablo Masterpiece Theater there. That'll be a nice one for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Blizzard, please don't take down auction. It needs not. Don't let one person ruin it for everybody. <laughs> I almost thought about I opening this show by uh, calling this your auction house podcast. But then again, with the auction house closing, it didn't seem all too appropriate so i went with the uh corollary to the beer firefly and hulu moniker that the <laughs> overlords had and went with wine breaking bad and netflix because you know that makes sense right of course it does <laughs> it's sound logic people so uh we do have uh a tweet for me yes so. got one more this is from nevik james and Oop. it is in response to torex time traveling comment yep okay yep. So Nevik says, Oids, so you're a time traveler at Shattered Stone episode 48. Isn't quite available yet, but very, very soon. <laughs> yeah, because yep. he said 47 and 48 that he was listening to. And I guess... Yeah, and that was prior to episode 48 being out there. So maybe he, meant, maybe he meant 46 and 47, but or either that or he's... And the Diablo 3 Reverse Souls Roundtable, maybe. Oh, could be that, yeah. Or he's a Time Lord and hasn't been telling any of us. There's yeah, he that. really did yeah. travel in time. Mm-hmm. So, Bracia, we have another batch of tweets. Oh, more Torak fun. This one, mm-hmm. uh, of course, from Torak at Shatterstone. Listening to episode 48 this morning while studying gave me the heebie-jeebies hearing about Jen's dream. I have arachnophobia. Yeah, I'm right there with oh, you, <laughs> You know, I didn't really think about that when I was talking about the dream, because I just thought it was funny that I was, you know, dreaming the game, basically, and not the character class I was playing. But I like spiders, and I tend to forget that most people think they're creepy. So, sorry about that. Yeah, spiders need to die. No, no, no. They eat bees. That's what needs to die. That's what will kill me. Spiders well, are all good. As long as they stay outside, they're okay. Yeah. As soon as they're inside of my domain, they, they have to die. No, I just take them back outside and go, out you go. And then they come back. Yeah. yeah. Um, next, uh, Twitter is from Razzleby. Listen to episode 48, Shatterstone. Walmart is slowing our progress to Charleston. Lol. <laughs> to Nevik Jane. He had a Twitter picture where he looks like he's stuck in traffic behind a Walmart truck. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I think uh, Jesse was driving and his wife, Rachel, took the picture, snapped the picture. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and Jen, you're roboting. Oh, no. Oh. oh, wait. No, you're not. No? We're just having weird bandwidth tonight. It's, it's amazing. I think you're just okay. getting ready for my next tweet. That's what it was. Yep. That's it. Next tweet is from none other than the Queen of Haiku. If you get hit by a smoldering contract and a chilling contract at the same time, shouldn't that make you all better? Uh. (laughs) I was having that happen. I'm like, there's a chilling contract, there's a smoldering one. Wait a minute. (laughs) You know? (laughs) 
then the third one is just right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, another <laughs> tweet from our Queen of Haiku. When my barbarian smashes the ancient tome in the Colton, the Colton Zool, <laughs> the Dalton Cool area, is she making a Templar sad? Oh, you know, because yeah, right. when he goes through, when you pick him up and you're going through the part of the game uh, before you get to the Skeleton King, like that whole section, you know, he says something <laughs> about if we find any ancient tomes, I'd really like to take a look at them. And the barbarian's like, yeah, I don't care, you know, <laughs> and yeah, later sure. on. Yeah, and later on when you're going through some of the Zoltan Cool stuff, he says something like, you know, I wonder how many ancient tomes the desert has swallowed up. And she's like, I'm not going to look for them. And then she's like, you find them. You know, you get into some of those archives. You've got all these, you know, it says ancient tomes. And, of course, playing Barbarian, I'm smashing them all. I'm going, hmm, there's my Templar standing there watching. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one from our Queen of Haiku. The Templar says his faith armors him from fear so how come monsters can still cast fear on him that's a very good question i've always wondered that you know i don't know maybe it's not fair yeah. maybe it's uh spook oh, <laughs> scare you or something <laughs> yeah <Boo. laughs> frightened frightened spook exactly. intimidate i don't know something like that but monster cast yeah, you know? on you a monster cast boo would you run away run away ah, <laughs> run away run away mm -hmm. way behind a rabbit um, <laughs> next is queen of haiku again wow this queen of haiku lady is all over twitter yeah, i know <laughs> her next question is the things i think up when wandering through the the zulting cool <laughs> quest yet again even i said it right and it sounded wrong oh my gosh uh, yes, the thing, I, <laughs> the thing I think of when wandering through the Dalton Cool quest yet again. Yeah, well, so, like I said, I kind of lost my mind in of. there. I mean, mm. Well, you spend so much time in there, you know, you have time to think. And, <laughs> and I kind of lost my mind in there and decided, all right, I'm going to put some of this on Twitter. I can't be the <laughs> only one that thought these things, you know? Yeah. It's like the kind of things you think of at, like, what, 3 or 4 in the morning? Oh, it was about 4.35 o'clock, I think, uh. at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, why? Why? Why do we drive on parkways, but park on driveways? Parkways, yeah, that kind of thing. So Jen, Jen is tweeting why the rest of the world is getting ready for work. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I. I'm really. I'm happier being nocturnal. I always have been. So there we are. Me too. I hate getting up early. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Lantonio, so we the have. A, come a calling. We have a few more tweets for you to, to read. Okie dokie. First one comes from at the elude and he tweets at us blizzard is killing both auction houses effects of march 18 2004 14 to the blizzard 2014 2014 it killed it in the past okay. Nevik, you're, you're doing this to me. <laughs> it's you're a time travel it it's a time lord time travel thing again you know <laughs> they killed it in diablo 2 nice right. job <laughs> yeah that's that's right they killed the auction house before world of warcraft came in to existence there you go or th they're anyway. going back in time to kill the auction house in 2004, so they won't have to worry about people being upset about killing it now. That's it. Right. right. To prevent the auction house from taking over. Yeah. Exactly. Otherwise known as Skynet. Yeah, I saw them doing that. They were like taking off in a DeLorean to do that, weren't they? Uh. <laughs> Mo moving on. <laughs> Got another tweet from Velkomar. 
And he says, or she, whichever it might be. I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, so what's your guys' take on the auction house shutdown? I see only good things coming from it. Well, I think we uh, spoke on it a little bit. I, yeah. I, I think we're all kind of like it, right? Is anybody against it? I've never used it, you know? I've never used it, but at the same time, I know that some of the, uh, the stuff I've been given probably came from the auction house, so... I've benefited from it, even though I haven't used it, but I will not miss it in terms of how I play. Right. So, um, Brasia, did you have any thoughts on the auction house? Are you all for it? Uh, I'm for it overall. I mean, I I never ended up using it the way I originally envisioned it. I remember our early podcast, I was talking about wanting to be involved in the auction houses and the economy. And just the way it seemed presented to me, I never felt comfortable with it. So for me personally, I'm not going to miss it, especially with Loot 2.0 coming out and me being able to actually find things while I'm playing the game, because that's what Diablo was to me. But at the same time, I can understand some people in the community being upset because they kind of use this a lot, or they've, you know, they've kind of based their gameplay to develop themselves around using the auction house or selling things or transferring things through the auction house. So they like it. But then again, we also had a couple of problems especially with the big dupe that happened last year, with the billions of gold being flooded into the market through the auction house. I think that was a pretty good telling sign that something needed to be done. And I just mm-hmm. don't think they ever could find a way to... I think they, for the longest time, were saying, okay, we're going to keep the auction house in as long as we can, try to fix the economy, try to fix the game, try to fix the loot. And I think they just finally came to a point where they just couldn't find a, a workable solution they liked. So they said, okay... We're introducing all these new things for our next expansion. Let's get rid of the auction house. Let's start from scratch when it comes to that. Um, but I don't think, you know, like and I'm also looking, thinking you can't just say, okay, only one person did this. You can't go back and say, okay, well, Jay Wilson did this, but Josh Mascara doing this. And hey, Josh is fixing and Jay didn't. It's not like that at all. I, it goes beyond them. They're the game directors. But ultimately, it comes down to the executives of Blizzard and Activision giving their okay for this to happen. Because this isn't just like, okay, let's remove a class or let's just you know tweak a couple of things here and there in the game and put it out in a new patch and it'll be fine. This is really a game-changing event for Diablo. It, that's how I'm looking at it. It's just it's not something that is you know this is really changing the face of what Diablo three is. You know. A, yeah. an awful lot of controversy behind it one way or another whether they keep it or let it go but I think they're making a decision yeah it's definitely earned them a bunch of positive uh, positive response from the internet community I mean a lot of people rejoiced as soon as they announced it um, I have kind of a an opposite opinion on it I mean I, I can get behind it because uh, you know you don't need the auction house at all when you're playing on the console. Now, here's the here's here's my my issue with the auction house being removed. One, I don't necessarily think that they needed to remove it, even with bringing in the improved loot and and the increased focus on allowing people like to play the game and have that be the most beneficial way to find the gear that you need. I mean, I guess you could argue that even if even if they did improve things, still the quickest and easiest way would still be to use the auction house. But here's here's the thing. One, crafting consumables, you know, like gems, tomes of secrets, that's going to be kind of a pain in the butt to deal with after the auction house is gone. 
Uh, that's one thing that I'm not looking forward to with the auction house. I think that's where the I think that's where a lot of the economy is going to go to now. Like you, it'll cost this much for the, those. That's where the, like the because I don't know if gold's going to be worth as much anymore. So I think it's going to end up going towards uh, craftable stuff and Tom's secrets in case you because a lot of people need those and it'll go through so many that that might be like a trade. Um, what do you call it? Currency. Right. It'd be like the new currency. But well, um, I mean, if if you are out there, and th- this actually addresses my second point, um, with uh, you know, build changing equipment, you know, gear that you absolutely have to do in order to run this variant build, that's going to be a lot more painful if you have to rely on uh, trading, and that means um, if Blizzard doesn't implement some kind of uh, you know something you know some kind of trading posts something for you to set up trades in game or through some form of client you know it, it possibly it could be handled through the launcher i suppose if they wanted to you know round that out but given the fact that we still don't have the appear offline feature for um you know battlenet <laughs> i i i don't see that happening anytime soon but um you know yeah. it's going to force people to go to you know, third-party sites to conduct these trades or to facilitate these trades. So, um, I mean, you're going to have people going to D2JSP a lot more now. And that isn't to say that they already weren't going there because a lot of the items, a lot of the top-end items are now worth far more than 2 billion gold. So they weren't even appearing on the auction house. And and if they did, you know, somebody would come in, snatch it up, you know, snipe it as soon as it appeared and then, you know, post it on d2 jsp and sell it for you know hundreds of billions of gold you know (laughs) or maybe not hundreds of billions but you know you you get the point so in one way removing the auction house is going to kind of i I wouldn't say level the playing field but it will definitely make having you know well over two billion gold less valuable so i mean they're they're definitely going to decrease the value of gold after the auction house is removed so it it's kind of reset and uh oh hey we're also going to get ladders according to some of the data mine strings that they found so there's going to be that as well but it's just you know i they're going to have to lower the requirements for gem crafting and reduce the costs because yeah i'm not going to be looking forward to you know having to collect almost seven thousand tomes of secrets and uh, I, I don't even remember the total number of flawless squares that you're going to need to craft a Marquise gem. And so, that, I mean, they're going to have to make some adjustments there. And if they adjust it to the console, that will be a good starting point. But I think they're going to have to go further with that than that. So I don't know. It's, it's kind of a wait and see on in my mind, you know. And I, I if they do make those necessary adjustments, then I'm all for it, you know. It's... It's a lot more fun to find your gear than to find it on the auction house, you know? Well, that's true. That's what yeah. I was going to get mm-hmm. at with on my side of the story. I was going to say, like I did what we talked about just for a second before the show started, that it's going to need, we're going to need like a trading post, um, basically kind of something like the auction house, but it's just something to do with only trading instead of using currency to buy anything. Either that, or I'd like to see a realm like they do for brawling where everyone can go, but obviously more than four people 
where you can go into this game where you know all spells and skills are shut off so you're not like actually doing anything other than going into trade so like if there was like the scorch chapels for brawling maybe they have like the chapel of trading or the thieves guild that you can go trade in or uh the tavern you could call it where everyone goes and trades or the market or anything like that uh so that lots and lots of people at least can go in and show what they're offering kind of like what people would do in d2 where you know eight people would go into a game and everyone would, you know, announce what they're trying to get rid of and what they're looking for. Um, I mean, I know in, in D2 you could at least make a game and put down what you were looking for and then play while you were waiting for someone. Something like that could work. I don't think it really it's what D3 needs, but I, I'd like to see, like, a trading post or a, a, an open-world trading only, like, reason for only for that area. I think that would, that would help it a lot. Yeah. And that might cut down on uh, concerns about people just spamming up the chat with, I'm selling this, I'm looking for that kind of thing. And you know, right. people are worried about that. I was looking when I was online playing this week, um, there were people talking about that, saying there's going to be all this spam about, you know, I'm selling this, I need to buy that kind of thing. And, you know, it's interesting. We're still getting people that are selling gold, you know, those www dot whatever the heck selling gold sites, you know, coming up mm-hmm. a lot. And they, they take up the entire, the entire screen for, for the, t- for the chat, you know. And if you, I've been marking them, you know, I've been reporting them as spam every time I can. And in this last week since the patch that they put in that stopped like the rubber banding that was going on, I forget the number of the patch, but the, the last one. You can report them as spam, but the system is no longer taking it. Oh. Yeah, there's an error popping up. Um, what happens normally, you know, you see one of these gold sellers, you report them for spam. Another window pops up and says, are you sure you want to report, you know, spammy gold seller as spam? And you, you click OK or you click yes or whichever one that is. And then you'll get at the bottom of the chat uh, screen, you'll have yellow text from, you know, the game or from Blizzard that says something like, thank you for reporting this, you know, that kind of thing. So now what's happening is you go and you, you click on the gold seller and you mark them, you, you report them for spam. And it says, Do you, are you sure? You say yes. And nothing happens. You don't get that little yellow text that says, oh, hey, thanks. You know, we noticed that kind of thing. And this, the chat doesn't move at all and it takes like i don't know i swear it was like five not ten minutes but somewhere between five and ten minutes and you go on you know playing and then all of a sudden a window will pop up in the middle of your screen that says um there's an error and i forget the number of this error is but it's like four digits you know error something whatever so the it's system pretty appropriate that that you're talking about an error when you're starting to robot <laughs> oh no <laughs> how much of that was i no, uh, just no, I mean, we can hear you, but it's just starting. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah? No. It's getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's definitely Domo, Mr. Roboto. All right, well, I know it comes Domo out clear Ariato. on my GarageBand track, so there's at least that. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I, I think we've uh, gone on about the auction house a little a little longer than maybe I anticipated, but... <laughs> so, um... Lantonio, oh, why don't you continue on? I got one more thing. I'm sorry, oh. I was talking on oh, mute. Okay. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, just follow me on this for a sec. There's a reason why it came out now. Maybe it's that they already have ideas that they want to present at BizCon. And they right. said, okay, well, instead of introducing the ideas and having people go crazy during BlizzCon, let's say, okay, we're going to close the auction house down. Not say what we're going to do with it yet, because we want to present that idea at BlizzCon. 
So let's get the focus off the closing of the BlizzCon of the auction house before BlizzCon, two months before, so people have it digesting in their heads because you know you don't digest in your stomach. So then, <laughs> what you would do when it comes to BlizzCon, it's already been out there for two months. Everybody knows you're closing the auction house. Well, what are you going to do to to replace it? We've been talking about it on the show. Guaranteed, a lot of people are talking about it on different forums. Blizzard has an idea. Let's find out what it is. They're like, I don't know what it is. We don't know. Right. But I, I, I'm, all I can imagine is they must have some sort of plan, even if it's not going to be the end result, not going to be what they put with launch. At least it's going to be something that they can start with and say, hey, we decided this may be a, the best way to do it. And we'll find out. I'm hoping, I'm hoping they have a plan. I'm pretty sure that they must have something. They wouldn't announce something this big without having something else to back it up. And if they did announce it without having something to back up, probably it's going to be, you know, definitely should get some backlash after that. But I'm pretty sure they have to. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I'm pretty sure they're going to put something out at BlizzCon about what they're going to do with it or what they're going to, you know, swap to or trade it off to. If not, we'll have to get in line. I, I, I really think there's going to be a... I, yeah, I really think it's going to be some kind of trade post, like I said, or an open world. I don't know... If they're going to do the open world thing just because of having to get into the correct game. And it might be too much too much coding for them. But if, you know, they already have kind of like the format of the auction house that they can use and just revamp it to make it a trading center. I mean, oh. That could work. You know what they'll do? Think, so. You'll be able to go to Chaldeum and to the, um, call it like the Rogue's Alley. Huh. There we go. Rogue's Alley. Scoundrel's Alley. That's what I meant. Scoundrel Dally. Oh, that's even better, yeah. Yeah. So back to the tweets? Yeah. Yes. Alright, so we have uh, another tweet coming from Negative Nancy. I mean, Nevin. <laughs> and uh, says, wait, what? At Shatterstone got a nomination in the Stoppies for most family-friendly podcast. We're a PG-13 all the way. What the? <laughs> family-friendly? <laughs> really? Us? I don't know. That's awesome. It's <laughs> funny great. though. I like it. You know. Well, it's we're we're definitely family friendly. You know, talking about making uh, virtual penises with you know legendary beams of light. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm sure they love it. All right, we'll move right on from right there. there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that actually might be PG-13 in the sense of would amuse a 13-year-old. So. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. We cater. We. <laughs> we cater to the middle school it, crowd. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that's at least where my humor is. <laughs> that's what she said. And a tweet comes from Unified Forty Four in response to that. I'm assuming mm-hmm. tried to find a place for lots of shows for people to find that I enjoy. Hope it helps. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I, I mean, I was the Stoppies has uh, historically been for World of Warcraft podcast. So I was just surprised to see us even nominated because we're definitely not a World of Warcraft podcast. Yeah, definitely not. So it's it's cool it's to be fun. nominated for stuff. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, we yeah. like it. It's, it's it will be hysterical if we actually win that category. <laughs> It'd be hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder how many like moms are going to have their kids listen to us and then be like, oh, <laughs> you know. Because PG thirteen is that thought. <laughs> yeah, we're not that bad as as long as Bridge is not too sauced and uh, doesn't hey. start ranting about his Patriots and Tom Brady and how dreamy he is. Hey, gorgeous! <laughs> 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 I 
Oh, all right. Well, we still have more <laughs> tweets to go over, and this is uh, tweets in response to our question at the show, which was, have you tried Diablo 3 on PS3 or 360? What are your thoughts on the console version? And our first response came to us from Grand Nagus one which I'm still waiting for an audio from. And he says, I don't own a console, so no way to try it. Okay, then why did you respond? Oh, no, I'm just kidding, Grand Nagus. <laughs> and personally, I wouldn't buy another version of a game I own already. What? Hey, I bought two versions of Shadow of the Colossus. I will, at some point, buy two versions of um, Diablo. And uh, how many, let's see, how many other games have I bought multiples of? Well, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. But anyways, we also got another tweet from Geek of Random, and he says, I love the couch multiplayer, finally playing Diablo with my wife. Yay! That's awesome. <laughs> now that's love. There yeah. you go. Especially especially if he's letting her pick up all the loot. Uh, so I don't know if anybody took bets on when I said I'd get Mandy to play Diablo, but yep, still hasn't uh, happened. <laughs> but she's been working almost more than I have, so that could be the problem too, but I have, you know, we haven't played D2 in a while either, and we got, like, all the way to Act 3, and I don't know. I gotta get her back in that, I think. Maybe when we were playing, she was having fun with it, so. And, but I think just the old graphic style and looking at it for, for her is because she's not into it as much as, as bringing her down. So maybe I'll just skip her right ahead to D3 and see if we can get her going on that. Do it. That'd yeah. be cool, yeah. Bring her in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Go ahead, Nev. Yep. And then we got a tweet from Jesse, otherwise known as Hometown Hero 008, and he says, "Loving the PS3 version. Just need more hours in the day to play it." Aww. Yeah. Agreed, Jesse. Agreed. Yeah. (laughs) If we could have a 36-hour day, that would be great. We'll get right on it. Wouldn't be. Hmm. (laughs) As long as we're still only working eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I kind of run on a 36-hour day sometimes. I have a weird sleep pattern. Anyway, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it actually exists. It's uh, like non-circadian sleep disorder or something. So it's part oh. of why I'm up like at crazy hours. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's fun. Oh yeah, it'll make BlizzCon interesting. I could probably stay up most of it. Yeah. <laughs> Jen party the whole time. Our energy <laughs> for everybody else. Yep. Meanwhile, Jen's just like, oh yeah, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It, other than uh, well. Unless you get super drugged up on antihistamines, then you might be dragging a little Depends bit. Depends on the combination of stuff, yeah. And I can fall asleep pretty much whenever I want to as well. With that, no matter uh-huh. what the circumstance are. It's really weird, but anyway, 36-hour day, I can relate. Yeah. So our next tweet came I had to- a lot of those when, uh, sorry. I had, a, I had a lot of those when I wasn't working 36 to 48 hours of Diablo straight. Oh my goodness. <sighs> I miss those <laughs> So, E. Hibby also responded to us, and he said, I bought it mostly so I could play on my couch, and it's fun. Definitely better drop rates. So far, four legendaries by Act 2 on one character, as opposed to only one extremely terrible one across two different characters before they reached level 60 on PC. Still preferred PC controls. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. I still prefer the PC controls for mostly everything. When it comes to menuing, yes, but I I have to say control is pretty easy to use when it comes to basic gameplay. Yeah, melee definitely feels better than range, but yeah. And then uh, Jamie 
otherwise known as JCMonkeyD3 on Twitter, said, Uh, I'm pretty tired of the PC version already. Bring on Loot 2.0. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, I, think, I think Jamie <laughs> needs a Snickers. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie needs a box of Snickers, man. <laughs> An entire case. We, Him and I can be Snickers buddies. So guess what people are going to bring you at BlizzCon? <laughs> Hey, that'd be awesome. People who throw you know. snickered at you. <laughs> I would welcome it, because then that would be free food. Exactly. So do you steal your kids' snickers at Halloween, or do you uh, <laughs> go buy your own? <laughs> no, actually, what I do is I uh, I confiscate all of the snickers that my kids get, even though Three Musketeers is actually my favorite. But For safety purposes. Exactly. Yeah, for safety you purposes. Gotta, you got to test Because them you never know. You gotta check for needles, you know, and the only way to check is to take a bite. So. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> if you take one bite, you can't just give them half their candy bar back. That's not. Yeah, you know, especially if you do get pricked with a needle. <laughs> and then uh, our last uh, question of the show tweet came to us from Ryan Lee six oh six, and he says, "I'm a new fan of the podcast. Great job, loving the console version almost as much as PC. Gonna miss the auction house though." And then he. Then he has a little sad face with a tear. Oh, it's a little crying face. Yeah, yep. welcome mm-hmm. to the podcast. Well, if you're loving the console version, you won't miss a PC or the PC auction house as much. You'll get used to it once 2.0 comes out. Yeah, the improved loot drops will definitely um, help a lot. But and, and fret not, like we said before, I guarantee. I oh, I mean, I'll, I'll put it on record. I guarantee there's going to be some kind of like trading post or something that's going to replace the auction house. So. Yeah, we'll see. So, with that, let us play our official form thread, Masterpiece Theater. And now, Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast presents... Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater! Title Pendant. Howdy folks, it's Nebic here with another installment of Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater. And I just wanted to apologize for the fact that recording this segment has held up episode 49 from being released. Got kind of carried away with watching Breaking Bad and then had a couple of really long days at work and then went to a Depeche Mode concert. Well, you know, stuff happens, right? So anyways, without further ado, let me get right into it. The first thread that I'm going to reenact is titled Ladder Without Ladder Exclusive by Noble. Stop the hypocrisy. What would ladder be without exclusives? What would be the incentive? It's just your way of saying you bad at game, therefore you do not wish true competitive fans to enjoy equitable rewards. It's just akin to those that advocate SF. Doesn't mean that you only spent 100 hours in game, found nothing good and too lazy to flip, mean you should take those privileges away from true fans who will accomplish much more than you than just complaining? Blizzard, being a world-class company has toned down this game too much to pamper and cater for you folks. I know that they will change their stance now to cater to the true fans. It is the right thing to do. I will enjoy my ladder exclusive. It's the way this game is meant to be played. I love Blizzard. Aww. What a noble sentiment by noble. Anyways, our next thread is... Thrive on Chaos and Into the Fray? Horrible, really, by Imperium. 
TOC nerf equals gain 240 life per fury spent while under the effects of Wrath of the Berserker. No longer one second added to skill per 25 fury spent. Into the fray nerf equals gain 1% critical hit chance for each enemy within 10 yards while under the effects of battle rage. No longer critical hits have a chance to generate an additional 15 fury. These changes surely are the epitome of nerf and quite honestly have truly upset me. Berserker is useless more or less now with 15 second buff and 120 second cooldown. Are they trying to make this skill complete and utterly useless? And how the heck are we supposed to generate fury? What the heck is going on? Rend Bloodlust, 9% damage done to 0.5% maximum health healed per second. Horrible nerf. Ruthless, you deal 40 extra percent damage to enemies below 30% max health. Weapon Master maces and axes from 10% CC to 5% CC? What? What? Is this reality? Who's going to play this character now? Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Yep, that's right. A question with exclamation points. Anyways, folks, again, sorry for the long delay in getting episode 49 out. But hey, you know, if you recorded your own official form thread masterpiece theater and sent it in to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com, I might have been able to have put it together. Well, maybe. See, there's this little thing where I live in a small house and recording late at night when my children are sleeping doesn't quite work out all the time. So, yeah. So until next time, keep browsing those forums and send us any possible threads that you like. So remember, you can send your own masterpiece or official form masterpiece theater submissions to show at shattered soulstone you don't have to add all in or add all in yeah that makes perfect sense i speak english good um i will add in all of the audio tags for like the opening of the segment and the closing so just uh you know introduce whatever form thread you're going to uh reenact and send it along that's it i have a feeling we're getting a really good one coming soon I sure hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, along with sending us your um, Masterpiece Theater audios, you can also send us emails to show at ShutterTillStone.com. And we got some email for episode 49. And I, I'm doing this very awkwardly tonight. I blame it on the sleep deprivation. But we got an email from Commander Bird. And Jen, would you do the honors? Okay, so Commander Bird writes, Hello, SSS crew. Commander Bird here. I just read something I think you all need to know. Blizzard is shutting down the auction house next March. Does this mean expansion and new item system to make drops better for us? I listen to the show two times a week. Love the show. And that's from Commander Bird. He gave us a link to the the, uh, Real Money Auction House. Yeah. Yeah, PC Gamer link to it. So, um, yeah. I mean, that was... I think we all had that reaction. Like, oh my gosh, you need to know this. They're closing it. I think we all had that reaction when we first started. Yeah. Yes. There's a... Jesse happened to be sending me a text message about it because he was excited and I hadn't heard about it. But my fiance happened to be sending me messages at the same time. 
and she had the phone and she was sending me a message or an email or something when it clicked up. She started typing certain things to Jesse. Oh no. <laughs> Luckily it wasn't nearly as bad as certain things she's typed to Nevik before, but <laughs> Oh yeah. But yeah. So who's really coming to BlizzCon? Just remember, we're PG-13, we're not G, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, yeah. Jesse also sent me a text, and I didn't get to it until much later in the day because I was having one of those 11 and a half hour days, so that was fun. But we also got an email from Master Doe, and I will tackle this, and I will do my best um, to do his French justice as Brasia would. And so, Master Doe starts us off with Champagne, Messieurs Dames. Oh, sorry, Even just better a little than bit me. Too... That was awesome. <laughs> That's pretty good, yeah. And you forgot to put at the end, uh -huh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh -huh, oh, no. uh -huh. oh, I'm sorry, all French listeners. I'm part French, by the way, so don't, don't freak out. I'm French-Canadian, um, eh? Really, I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Just a little bit too excited of if... I don't know where he's going with that, but then he says, Dear Soulstoners, I was about to write you one of my usual long mails. Wait a second, let me scroll down. Uh, you did write a long mail. Um, <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, it's a nice nice little short little note here. A little pocket it's note. It's very succinct. Oh. It's to the point. <laughs> <laughs> Not verbose at all. Um, and he... Oh, let, let me start this Are you this sure you want to over. tackle this one, Nevik? Yeah, I can sure? I don't know. I can, I know. <laughs> I'm just uh, sweating over here. But I can Jen, take it. take over this No, time, I'm, please. I'm a professional. <laughs> You're sweating over how long this email is. <laughs> I'm just sweating in general. And uh, so I'm going to start over this sentence again. What? Uh, <laughs> Champagne, miss your dames. <laughs> I still butchered it. Oh, I'm gonna have to have some champagne. Oh, okay, so anyways, I was about to write you one of my usual long emails. See, I went back to the beginning about what I've been up to in Diablo 3 since last time. But men and girl, what a huge reversal! Auction houses are all near to die. Let me tell you about my own point of view. Yes, like almost every D3 player, I use the auction house. Most of the time, the gold auction house. But I also found some gold, or bought some gold, I should say, and a very few gems. But as time passed, I got upset. Why? Because of seeing players farming the auction house even more than the game itself. I'm not a stockbroker, and in parentheses, not even a good standard trader. And I just hate the way of manipulating money, even not real money, as if it were, as if it was really only numbers. But in a game, everyone takes pleasure where he wants to, so I kept quiet. The problem was, why do I play, or why, I'm sorry, let, let me start that sentence over. <laughs> the problem was, why do I have to play aside those guys? I've been proud of having bought very cheap gears only to sell them for a lot more, making so much gold in that way that they could afford those overpowered, ultra expensive ultimate gear. Why do I have to pay full price, and sometimes even over that, for only what I needed just because I'd rather play the game than play the auction house? And they kept the prices prices skyrocketing with those kinds of transactions. And yes, that's the term they use just like traders in the stock exchanges. 
Well, the response was so simple. To look for asi asylum in hardcore mode where the problem was not had not gone as far. Thanks to not having real money in the process, and thanks to deaths getting part of the best stuff away regularly. What he means is, uh, you know, you, you don't get to keep anything that you die with. That didn't make any sense. You don't get to keep... Oh. We you die and the stuff on your character you don't goes get to away take too. It with you. That's what I yeah, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> My goodness. Okay. Um but that had a price too. I began to play solo more often. Not always since some of our community plays hardcore from time to time and some more than others. And sometimes I had to flee from our mumble for not hearing about the last perfect transaction of one or the huge profit of another. Not for talking about about the hundreds of billions of even another. God, how can one have hundreds of billions by really playing the game? Makes me crazy. And look at their gold farming achievement. They don't even they don't even have finished them. Makes me makes me so sick I want to vomit. Well, if you played as a puke doctor then that would be beneficial for you, right? Natural. <laughs> 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 One of my French community friends, uh, Tanis, said once that the auction house solved some problems even if it produced some others. And yes, he does talk like a wise man. I completely agreed, but now I'm really happy. I'm going to be proud of my stuff again, proud of the way I got it. I'm going to feel rewarded for the time I'm going to be farming, even if, in fact, it will be a question of not been surpassed by the auction house farmers, and in some months I may forget how I had so much time uh or wait i'm sorry i may f forget how i had so much time because or oh wow i'm sorry master doe i'm i'm trying to do my best to paraphrase your english here and in some months i may forget how i had uh so many times where i became shameful for not having great gear because of preferring to have fun playing and not spending and no Wasting t my time on the auction house. Wasting since I don't even take even a bit of pleasure in those kinds of things. Some may not agree with that. I understand. I mean, I really understand. But let me just tell you that for some players like me, it looks like a it looks like a relief. I feel kind of sorry for those who can't live or play without the auction house, really. But for me, well, I think I've been pretty clear. Sorry for those whom this mail looks like garbage dump. I somehow felt sick for such a while, never talking about for not hurting anyone, but feeling sick. Looks looks like a cure is near. Just some more months. Thanks, Blizzard. Thank you so much. Love you all. Your French friend, Master Doe. And uh, he has a postscript. Well, actually, two of them. A little bit of news. Okay, I'm level 60 Paragon 92. Wow. Awesome. Wow, yay. Now with my main softcore demon hunter. Be careful, Nevik. I'm not that far either. Um, I wonder if he's referring to, you know, being on the danger of uh, burning out with the last bit of grinding that you have to do. Well, the last bit. It's like a lot bit. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he means he's right on your tail. Yeah. That's what I think, too. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's probably going to surpass me. Just about everybody has. I mean, uh, JH, he uh, he already has um, two level 100 wizards, and I, I think he's working on his monk now. So, yeah. 
by the time BlizzCon happens, hopefully I'll have a Paragon 100 and I'll be happy. But I'm not going to go for multiple 100s. Nope. Not going to do it. Not, not for lack of trying, but because I know ladders are coming, so that's why. <laughs> but anyways, post post script. Crusader, huh? Let me know. Could he dual wield flails? Such a great weapon, isn't it? And even more, can he dual wield shields? That would be awesome. And actually, that would be awesome. That would be really be. cool. The tank's tank. He'd have so much defense, and then he could just use spells. That would be awesome to try. Shield bash all the things. <laughs> I mm -hmm. don't think the Crusader will be able to dual wield flails. No. I mean, I I suppose it's possible if um, maybe a Crusader could dual wield. We don't know. We don't know if they can wield two one-handed weapons. We know that they can uh, Titan's grip a two-hander and also equip a shield, but... Uh, That's going to be kind of cool, too. Yeah. I think the fantasy with the Crusader is that they will always have a shield, so mm -hmm. I, hmm. we, we don't know quite yet. Well, we'll have to play that. Well, we'll see. Yeah. And hopefully yeah. soon. Yeah. I, I know that uh, Josh wanted to hopefully get the beta out before the end of the year, and I'm sure maybe one of the big announcements at BlizzCon will be, oh, hey, beta's coming tomorrow. Yay. Wait, no, I doubt that. <laughs> and look under your chairs. You all have beta keys. Woo. Hooray. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. Yeah. Maybe over... And, and Twitter stops working as everyone says, I got a beta key. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then all the people then that aren't there go, stage. you. <laughs> <laughs> you got a beta key. And then they all go, are you going to use it? Can I have it? Can you give it to me? <laughs> That's what they're going to do wow, next. Wow, I'm still doing that. <laughs> give me a beta key. <laughs> I don't have one. I don't care what for. I just mm -hmm. want a beta key. Yeah. Yep. Hearthstone. So much fun. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so that that is... That concludes our email for the show. So if you want to send us an email, please do so to show at shutteredsoulstone.com. Do remember that our next show will be episode 50, which, you know, is a big milestone, as well as our two-year anniversary show, essentially. So um, I'm, I'm imagining that we'll be inundated with emails and audios and, you know, tons of Twitters, probably more, more Twitter than anything else. But, um, you know, yeah. Should be fun. So what episode <laughs> yeah. is it that we become Deckard Kane? The age of uh, Deckard Kane. How many episodes? The age of like Deckard what? Kane? Like 110? I I don't, don't know. know. Hmm. I wonder how old Deckard Kane actually is. Then we can say at that episode we are now Deckard Kane. Because <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm like 50. <laughs> that's not old enough to say get off my lawn. But you know, Deckard Kane's age, sure that would be. Probably yeah. in his late fifties, mm. early sixties. Oh no, not that body. Jeez, guys look like he was at least in his eighties. Uh, he's gotta be older. I mean, he was older. Well, he had a rough life, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe eighty. Yeah, three hundred. I don't know. You'd have to figure out the timeline between like when he was a child in the book The Order mm -hmm. to you know maybe through the Book of Cain. Like, where does this fit in? You know and. I don't think they ever really made that clear though when <laughs> when it how old he was or like what time. I don't think they have was. exactly. Oh, you know what? I got it. I I have a mission for somebody out there. Uh, there's a new uh, CM out there, uh, Neville Listus, some 
I I knew I was going to trip up on her on her CM name, but uh, she told me that we could just refer to her as Neva, because uh, Nev is out of the question because that's my short name. Ah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So we need Neva. If you're listening to this, and Lyra, if you're listening to this, and she isn't, go over and you know bump her on the head and tell her, hey, you need to listen to this, and then you know fast forward to this part. And then uh, say, Neva, you need to go to Chris Metzen and find out exactly how old uh, Decker Kane was when he died. That's it. Yeah, we want to yes. know if and, it's kind mm-hmm. of like one of those normal human lives, or is it one of those old ancient biblical human lives that go on for like 600 years? Right. Yeah. He's in a Rodrum, so it could be older. Exactly. Maybe Nephilim be- just live, I don't know, two, three hundred years. I don't know. Was he a Nephilim? Well... well was he an Maybe Ephilim? not. No, he no, wasn't. I mean, isn't that like the first generation of angels and demons children? Weren't they the Nephilim officially? Well, well, he, or has that been retconned? Well, I mean, he could aren't be you... part vampire, I suppose. But aren't our characters considered Nephilim? The yeah. heroes? So they're not really I think they are generation. now, but... Well, well yeah, okay. You have to so... remember that uh, all humans are actually Nephilim. It's just a lot of them um, you know, have different potentials. And the World Stone uh, helped squelch a lot of or you know um suppress uh right the powers of the nephilim and with the world stone being destroyed you know a lot of nephilim have come back then again you know the nephilim from uh, diablo 2 were quite powerful too oh that reminds me frozen orb is coming back lantonio lantonio say that again frozen orb is coming oh, back so sweet that's gonna be awesome and glacial spike oh my goodness i can't wait we just need an item. Depends on how they make it, though, of course. If it's going to be one orb for 10 second cooldown, or if you can spam it like crazy. Yeah. I'm hoping for an item that will allow all projectiles to pierce, uh, even if they're a spell that you cast, because then I will have a glacial spectress again. I'll be so happy. So much fun. I have fond memories of doing the cow level with glacial spike and just, you know. Yeah, that was awesome because they didn't have any good. Um, freeze resistance or yeah excuse me cold resistance so it was really easy to do with that yeah so okay wow this is a very lengthy show tonight um yeah i think that's why i missed what you said and i'm actually getting extremely tired <laughs> hey lentonio starting to turn in starting to turn yeah in no more football talk said. he'll actually fall asleep <laughs> i was just about to say aaron Rodgers blew it up <laughs> <laughs> oh wait there goes oh, another okay. hardcore character of mine <laughs> so we've covered a lot of um a lot of the main bits of news but there ha- there are a few other things that i did want to bring up uh for one probably the funniest thing ever um conan o'brien <laughs> I-, I don't know how many of our listeners know who he is but he is an amazing amazing guy i i love his show and i really really lament the fact that um uh it was nbc right screwed him over and gave jay leno back the uh tonight show yeah God. so what he's like Anyways, on tbs now or something yeah he's on tbs but hey he's having a lot more fun over there and he played diablo 3 and uh he he actually ha- he pointed out some of the um funny voiceovers that somehow made it made their way into the console version of d3 so um you might want to go check it out for yourself and and see what exactly is so different you know if you're just a pc purist Maybe it might convince you to play the console version. Hey, my favorite part is when they go to the bar and order drinks. Oh. <laughs> Barbarian and Demon Hunter order drinks. It's the best. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on a semi-comedy related note, Penny Arcade um, did a series of, well, I should say they published a series of comics uh, drawn and written by, no, I actually think she just was the artist, by Katie Rice. And uh, I think Gabe and Tycho wrote the uh, wrote the comic. But anyways, it's uh, about the console version of Diablo 3. And it's a series of five comic strips, and it's pretty funny and pretty accurate, I would I would imagine. And I'm not going to spoil it because you need to go check it out for yourself. Hey, that Diablo. And then <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, uh, Blizzard is challenging all of us out there to participate in an extra life fundraiser um, using uh, Diablo, and there are multiple ways to do this. But uh, the best way to get all the details is to actually go to their blog post about this Extra Life Diablo um, challenge. So we'll include a link in our show notes for all of you to go check out. But you should be able to just go to Diablo3.com and as long as you do it in the near future here, it should still be on the front page and not have to search for it too much. So go check that out. Another important little bit of information if you are unable to go to blizzcon you can still virtually be there as with previous blizzcons there's a virtual ticket uh they're partnering with DirecTV again to provide coverage of the event and just like the last blizzcon back in 20 in 2011 uh they will have multiple streams available if i remember correctly they had uh they had four streams, one of which was dedicated to the uh, esports activities that are going on, which you can also um, say you don't want to spend 40 bucks to get the virtual ticket. You can watch the esports streams for free. I think they're going to be um, paralleling that on Twitch, I would imagine, or some other site out there. But anyways, uh, then they'll have the three main stages. Um, well, the main stage and the two other stages. and. Usually they'll have multiple panels at the same time that you may want to be at. And uh, I'm going to be getting the virtual ticket even though I'm going to be at BlizzCon because, you know, I'm not going to be able to be everywhere all at once. So um, I'm not even, going to, not even going to pretend like it will be possible to consume all the information. So I'm going to get the virtual ticket anyway so I can, after I get back, watch it. So that will be exciting. You heard us mention about data mining. If you want to spoil... And I, I do mean this, um, there are a lot of spoilers out there. So if you don't want to be spoiled, please avoid um, these links that we're going to include in our show notes. But if you are not worried about spoilers and you want to know what's coming, or let's, well, I, there's two links. There's going to be one that's going to contain a bunch of spoilers information. And then there's also a data mining post over at Diablo fans that has the um, class changes that we mentioned earlier in the show. Now, again... Let, let me just reiterate that these are not fi- nothing is final with these data mining streams so if if you freak out don't don't freak out too much because it could very well change before we even see it go public beta so well maybe I shouldn't say public beta but closed beta you know where us the public get you know a limited amount of access to it so yeah remember Anyways. the uh... and even then oh, go no, ahead. I was gonna say just remember the Diablo 3 Heretic Cube and the Enchantress, yeah, those came out with the game. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. Take it with a grain of salt, see what <laughs> might be yeah. there, and we'll test it out like we can, and hopefully a lot of this stuff stays into the expansion. 
yeah, there's some mm -hmm. really cool stuff. I, I'm really looking forward to being able to toss frozen orbs and shoot glacial, glacial spikes and actually have ice spells be useful in Diablo. But um, yeah, stuff that's stuff that does make it to a beta, there doesn't necessarily make it. I mean, like you were saying with those things, but there were other little things that were in the beta, at least when I was in there, that disappeared before the beta was even over. Yeah. So. Like they had. Um, I, it wasn't a spell, it was a random thing, like you you killed a monster or something and you got what essentially was like a little pet oh, right. would randomly appear. Yeah. Remember that? I don't know if you saw that or not, but it was a little pet and it would it would alternate on what it was, like sometimes it was a snake and sometimes it was a rat, and I think I got a pig once, that was fun. And, they would um, and it would run around and pick up all the gold for you, yeah. so that you wouldn't have to go and get it. And um, I think it was, maybe it was a scroll, like a scroll would drop and you could just use it for a certain amount of time and run out. And then they also had a shrine in, uh, New Tristram because originally they wanted people to, they wanted players to not be able to change their spells in like a dungeon or something like that. They right. only wanted to do it in town. Mm -hmm. If you remember that, there was actually a shrine. There's like a space sort of towards the bottom of the screen. Like if you go to where your followers are standing and you move over away from like neck, the brawler. You go the other way, there's a space of empty there, and that's where it was for a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if if you're not opposed to having certain things spoiled, and uh, let, let me do, re again, reiterate that there are some pretty major, um, I mean, we, we don't know the exact context of some of these uh, story-related spoilers that have been datamined, but uh, needless to say, there are some very um, spoilerific spoilers that you can find. So just... Be careful if you don't want to spoil yourself. I did want to mention that uh, oh, I think maybe about two weeks ago we got some details um, as they stand today on how transmog is going to work. And it's not going to work as it does in World of Warcraft where you have to hold on to the equipment in order to transmog it. It's more going to work... Um, uh, well, I, I don't recall exactly, but something like uh, you would unlock the ability to transmog a certain piece of gear with the enchantress and then from then on you would just go to her and she'd be able to do that transmog for you so that's a sigh of relief it's like oh thank goodness we don't have to hold on to everything that we want to transmog to that would be that would be terrible <laughs> that would be really bad yeah it's like okay when are we getting our ethereal traders and void storage mm -hmm. please yeah <laughs> sorry Pretty world much. of warcraft yeah <laughs> Right, but uh, so that's that's a sigh of relief, and uh, I I mean obviously, there's it's still a system that's very much um, in flux and could change, you know, drastically before we even see the beta. Again, you know, it's like how can we reiterate this enough? You know, <laughs> beta is beta, so things will change. But speaking of which, Travis Day came out and made some. Uh, some clarifications on Paragon 2.0 as it stands today. And uh, if I recall correctly, of the four tabs, um, three of them, uh, the defensive, uh, secondary, basically everything except for core, there's one tab for your core stats, strength, intelligence, dexterity, and vitality. Everything else will have a cap at 50 points. So that basically means uh, to max out the three other tabs, you need 600 points, 600 Paragon points. So that means you have to achieve Paragon level 600 at that point. Um, he didn't 
he didn't make any mention about um, the adjustments, if they will be making any at all, to the experience curve required to get that high. But um, he did mention that the core stats, there will be no cap on those. So um, say, you know, you're a Paragon 600, and then you, uh, obviously, if you, if their caps were in place for every tab, then you would max out at 800. And then it's like, why would you keep going after that? So core stats you can keep pumping up indefinitely. And I think he also made mention that uh, the amount of stat point that you get per point hasn't been finalized for anything. So currently I think it's three per point for your core stats. And then, you know, obviously for critical strike, movement speed, and, you know, resistances, that all those are different per point. So all of that's, you know, beta is beta and not final. So, but it sounds interesting. And um, I, I know there's been a lot of confusion out there about how the Paragon 2.0 system is going to work. Some people are, uh, they get hung up on, you know, if you're level 100, you'll have 100 points. And then it's like, well, if you have two level 100s, then wait, no, strike that. What, what I meant to say is, so you'd have one Paragon level 100. Let's, let's just make this simple, right? And so you'd have 100 Paragon points. But if you have two level 50s, would you have 100 points? That, that's what, that was one of the questions. And the answer is no, you would not have 100 points. Because it's not based on just levels. It's based on the experience gained amongst all your tunes for a specific play mode. So say you have two Paragon 50s currently, and you're not going to play until the Paragon 2-point system comes out. How many Paragon points would you have at that point? I think uh, Cyberwolf said that it was something like 72 points. Like, the amount of experience required to... amount of experience that two level 50s would have would be... Um, equivalent of one level 72 something like that so just remember it's based on experience so if you do have a paragon 100 right now and if you're still playing on them uh, currently the game does not track any experience once you do hit paragon 100 so if you're playing on your paragon 100 any experience you earn while playing will not carry over to the paragon 2.0 system so that's why you know our good friend jh oh i see yeah that's why jh has two level 100 wizards and he's now working on a monk and you know and actually you know what there's a person out there who is paragon 1000 has 10 level 10 paragon 100s um wow that's a lot of time yeah. holy cow yeah and uh it was it was done by this uh um done by Battletag user Glow. I don't remember his uh, exact Battletag number, but uh, he actually achieved I think 8 of the 10 before they before patch 108. So he did all of that kind of the hard way <laughs> before they wow. made the multiplicative adjustments to how experience bonuses work, especially with the multiplayer games. Amazing. And uh, yeah, I, I think he said that the Barbarian took him about 79 hours to get from Paragon 1 to 100, and the others were somewhere between 85 to 100 hours, or maybe, actually, I think I'm remembering that wrong. I think it was a little bit That's high. a lot of hours, though. That's a lot. Yeah. And I mean, it sounds like a lot, you know? Yeah, there was a player showcase on the official Diablo 3 site, so if we'll include a link to that so um, you can read the entire interview with Glow. Uh, as you might imagine, Glow is taking a break from Diablo, <laughs> as as you might think somebody would 
head has achieved mm-hmm. Paragon 1000. So, yeah, that's crazy. I wonder what that will translate once Paragon 2.0 comes out. Paragon but, uh, 1 million. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they keep the XP curve as it is right now, it uh, definitely won't be anywhere close to Paragon 1000. It'll... It's going to be like Paragon 4 or 3 to 300 or 400. Something like that. But I have a feeling they're going to make an adjustment to the experience required. Yeah. Watch, it's only like Paragon 200 or something. And then you just realize how long it's going to take. <laughs> yeah. And uh, other than that, on a related note to Nate Kenyon's book, uh, Storm of Light, there is another Diablo-related book coming out. Um, it's uh, it's not fictional, though. It's a non-fiction uh, piece called, uh, or book, an e-book. I should be more clear about that. It's an e-book by Daniel Craddock called Stay a While and Listen, and that will be available on Halloween. And it's a Oh how nice. Yeah, it's uh being published by Digital Monument Press and it's an ebook that focuses on Blizzard North and um and the making of Diablo and you know everything related around it. So if you're at all interested in how Diablo was made and the history of Diablo this would be a very interesting read for you once it's available. So, and it'll only be nine ninety nine when it comes out. So, that's not bad at all. It's a pretty reasonable price. So, yeah, I look yeah. forward to that on Halloween. And my voice is starting fun. to give out. So, I think it's time for so us. So, I to... probably should end the show at that point. Then, yeah, you know? I, I think it's now a good time. I think I fell asleep. Football, touchdown. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's what I was dreaming about. You know. Oh no! Yeah, dreaming of football. <laughs> dreaming of pigs. So, <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to episode forty-nine of the Shattered Soulstone, your wine, Breaking Bad, and Netflix community podcast. If you missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at shatteredsoulstone.com. While there, why not join our community forums and talk with other listeners? Just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. And if you want to join us in-game, and I certainly hope that you do, um, although you might not see me until I finish Breaking Bad, uh, <laughs> you can go to our uh, go to our show blog and navigate to our Soul Stoners Battle Tags page. There you'll find our Battle Tags as well as those of many other listeners of the show. Most importantly, this show is powered by you, the listener, so please send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We'd love Twitter, so please come and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at Shattered Stone. I'm at Nevik James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Don Forge Productions and Medris, of course, for hosting our Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Don Forge at thedonforge.com. And thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, you will find me Kaepernickin. Hey, Lantana, wake up! Wake up! What? Wake up! <laughs> I'll have a mango margarita! <laughs>